The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. We have moved our broadcast operations from the Cigar City Theater of Operations to a very familiar and comfortable and very pleasurable forward theater of operations. We are in the western New York area in a very classified location, also known as the Pooch Pit as we are conducting broadcast and pleasure maneuvers today from Colonel Ange's exclusive pooch pit where we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine grills and smokers that are surrounding us. The aroma of wood and charcoal is magnificent and I can tell you the environmentalists the members of PETA are all going into a frantic rage right now, but we could care less because we are enjoying the alpha male good life front and center today. Long ash greetings and salutations, a long ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. The uh, We are coming to you today, as I mentioned, from the Pooch Pit Theater of Operations, very clandestine location. The weather is magnificent, just a gorgeous sunny buffalo day. And uh, I can think of nowhere else better today than to be here front and center with our great crew. And first up, let me welcome, as always, our wonderful host, Colonel Ange, front and center. Colonel Ange, great to be back in the Pooch Pit Theater of Operations. Long Ashes, General, and uh, our pleasure to have you here. It's always fun when the gang's together in the Pooch Pit. And we've got Captain Paul front and center as well. Captain Paul, looking good. Well, thank you, General, and uh, welcome back to Buffalo. Always a pleasure to have you. And we had a great time at an event that we'll get to in just a minute, but we also have Exo Tim Miller front and center. General, so happy to have you here in Buffalo. Do you know that Buffalo was just named America's favorite city to visit, beating out New York City, Charleston, Raleigh, San Francisco, and Honolulu? That, those are some impressive cities that uh, Buffalo has gone up against. Yes, we were ranked number one by Travel and Leisure Magazine. Yes, it's number one. Let's. There should be a caveat. June, July, August, and September. I don't think you're going to be in Honolulu in December, January, February. And we also have uh, a, a to- uh, another friend who has brought some fantastic sausage products. We've got Butcher Day from Orchard Fresh, Orchard Park, New York, who's joined us the last number of uh, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. Great to see you, as always. And you have been busy in the uh, meat area 
Yes, welcome, General. Welcome home. Great. It's always great to see you. Great to be back. And I should say that uh, one of the things we're going to do later on in today's show is we're going to do a little Grilling 101 segment with Colonel Ange talking about the various types of grills, how to prepare your grills, how to get ready for summer grilling season. It really started last weekend, uh, but, well, Colonel Ange, it's 12 months out of the year, no matter what, whether there's rain, shine, sleet, hail, snow, wind drifts. The Pooch Pit is a 12-month, 365-day-a-year operation. But we're going to talk a little bit about how what to look for in a grill. I know a lot of people have been shopping grills during the last week or so. I was out at a number of stores, and I could see people shopping grills. So we're going to give you a little primer on what to look for. Never You can never have too many grills, as Colonel Ange will attest. Nine grills now, Colonel Ange. And I also see that, that you even have one for Private G. It is a... Uh, GIT, Griller and Training. Yes, General, that's an original uh, Weber Smokey Joe Simpsons edition. And, Isn't uh, Bart Simpson the, from The Simpsons? It's, or it's, Holmes, it's Holmes, Homer, Homer Simpson. It's actually Homer Simpson, yes, General. And as you, you well know, that a number of years ago, I asked my wife if I could have a mistress. She said no, so I started buying grills. <laughs> and to this day, she says, yeah, it's a lot cheaper. And you don't have to have prenuptial agreements with the grills. None that's of that, also. General. And, and as I look at that, that, that Homer Simpson grill, all I can think about Homer Simpson saying, Mmm, buffalo wings, tomahawk chops. (laughs) And next week, I should say that uh, Butcher Dave, we're going to record a segment uh, a little bit uh, later this weekend. Uh, We're going to do everything you need to know about meat, the cuts of meat, the types of meat, the different uh, qualities of meat. Because let's face it, most of us go into a store, we're not as familiar as we should be. But don't worry, over the next two weeks, we're going to tell you everything you need to know. Now, the reason I am up in the Western New York Theater of Operations, in addition to visiting Cigar Mother, is uh, I had the privilege of being the, uh, I don't know if guest of honor, but special guest at the Erie County, New York Republican Party's Grand Old Puffer event. The GOP, I love that, the Grand Old Puffer. And it was uh, Thursday evening at the Bison City Rod and Gun Club right in downtown Buffalo, and they had a great crowd, best crowd they've ever had, and Chairman uh, Nick Langworthy was a very uh, kind host. We had a wonderful time. There was great barbecue and great cigars, and i got to thank Rocky Patel because when I told him that I'm going to be attending as a special guest, he said, General, I want to send you something special for everybody in addition to the cigars they're probably already getting. So he was nice enough to send, uh, send us plenty of Rocky Patel Decades, a beautiful cigar that commemorated his 10th year of business. That is one of their top-selling cigars, medium, medium, full in flavor, very smooth, very balanced, nice square-pressed cigar. Everybody received one of those, and I cannot tell you the number of people that's a general. I cannot wait. I'm going to be going to the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at Buffalo Riverworks mid-August, and uh, we have a lot of people that uh, that said they'd already purchased tickets, so we're very excited about that. But it was a wonderful event. Colonel Ange and Exo Tim, you were both there. What a lovely time in that not only did people have, it, the weather was beautiful, but you had great cigars, you had great barbecue, some libations, just being on the water. Everybody was having a good time, something the Democrats and taxocrats don't know how to do. Yeah, General, it was so laid back. You know, talk about pleasure police and the lack of pleasure police. What a wonderful event. Everybody was uh, was relaxed. Yeah, we talked some politics, but we talked a lot of cigars. We talked a lot of barbecue. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, and everybody had a libation. Everybody had a cigar. Everybody had good food. 
it's just such a great time when you have people that aren't worried about the the pleasure police and what they can bring along with it. It's a great group of people, wonderful time. Uh, thank you, Nick Langworthy, for putting the event together and letting us all attend. It was it was fun stuff, General. Plus, we were right in the uh, the new uh, developed section of uh, Buffalo, right along the river. It was gorgeous there that day. We could see the water going by. We had fun. Happen in place, and there was a lot of talk of making America great again with. Donald J. Trump. So we had a nice time, had a great time uh, meeting uh, so many uh, longtime listeners. Again, that was the Erie County Republican Grand Old Puffer, the GOP. And Nick was telling me that uh, great story. You know, talk about the enemies of pleasure. There is a there's a columnist in the Buffalo News, Rod Watson. And of course, he is, uh, I would say he's been slanted on the liberal side. Let's just put it that way. Very much so. Very liberal. Uh, you know, he's, he's definitely a lib. There's no doubt about it. Taxocrat, you know, probably thinks Bernie Sanders is, is uh, the greatest thing since Stalin. But when they started the Grand Old Puffer, I think it was four years ago, they sent out an invitation. And on it, it had cigars and a glass of cognac and, you know, some other symbols of what people were going to be enjoying. And, of course, Rod Watson got this thinking this is going to be some sort of 60 minutes, uh, a revolutionary media you know, discovery, a, a, an incredible investigative report talking about how this shows how out of touch the Republicans are and how to touch people and this is a bad message. And it's all a lot of nonsense. It's people that are enjoying themselves. And I'd say to Rod Watson of the Buffalo News, why don't you come and join us at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at Riverworks on Saturday, August 13th? You'll get great cigars. You'll get a huge alpha male buffet. You'll have samples of some great libations. We've got some great brews from Hamburg Brewery that's going to be there. We're going to have some great bourbon. We're going to have a great time. I know that's probably foreign to you, Rod, because you as a taxocrat, as a Democrat, as a socialist, are miserable by birth. But if you come and join us, now I know it's 165 bucks, so I know taxocrats are a little tight. They want the government to pick up the tab on everything. So maybe if you can get Governor Cuomo and you can get some of the other Democrats in Albany at the state legislature to underwrite your ticket, maybe give you some sort of uh, Alpha Pleasure Fest welfare check, then you can attend and you can see the happiness that people are having and you can basically, basically take the uptight uh, socialist stick out of your ass and have a good time. It's probably doubtful, but I guarantee you everybody that's going to be attending will have a great time. And it just shows you they have to find something because a guy like Rod Watson is probably a very miserable person. He probably doesn't have an exciting life. He probably doesn't have a very good-looking wife or girlfriend, doesn't have a harem, doesn't enjoy cigars, probably doesn't enjoy spirits, probably is a vegan, probably doesn't get to enjoy nice, tasty, uh, dead-quality animal products, doesn't grill, probably won't grill because there could be some sort of environmentalist hazard that's coming out. So in general, he's a miserable kind of guy. I'm only estimating that. That's my opinion. I don't know. But from what I hear and from what I read, he seems like a pretty miserable son of a bitch. So all I can say is, Rod, if you want to attend, come on over You'll have a great time, and maybe you'll see that even Republicans were very into great camaraderie and fellowship. And by the way, Rod, one thing I'll tell you about Republicans and the people that attended the Grand Old Puffer, if we would have had some sort of charity issue or some sort of auction, I will guarantee you that every person in that attending that event would have gladly gone into their pocket for a good cause, unlike you taxocrats and you socialists that want the government and everybody else to pick up the tab for charitable items. We, as 
entrepreneurs, we as business people, we as freedom-loving Americans, we as Republicans are more than happy when there's a good cause to dip into our pocket. You, however, on the other hand, I guarantee you are the ones that are standing in line, jumping up and down for the taxpayers or government to pick up the tab. You're, you're never, it's like Joe Biden. Joe Biden gave, uh, I think, like uh, one one-hundredth of one percent, and of that one one-hundredth of one percent, 95 percent of it was like some old sofa he donated to Goodwill. And by the way, speaking of charitable contributions, Colonel uh, Captain Paul, I want to I want to give you a great commendation here, because when we come back, you did something very very uh, two things that are doing your special through Colvin Cleaners, your business here in Buffalo that I want to bring up because I want to mention it because you fit right into that narrative about a, a, somebody who's a conservative, somebody who's a Republican, somebody that is a freedom-loving American who has been successful that gladly dips into their own pockets. So when we come back, lieutenants, we will talk about that. And I cannot forget that on Monday we've got a very big day that we must remember. It is D-Day, the, the 72nd anniversary of the Normandy invasions and throughout the show today we will play some clips and we will remember all those men and women from the greatest generation who took part in the war effort who stormed those beaches stormed those beaches on that dreary rainy awful day June 6 1944 so that on June 6 2016 those of you that are on the beach that are uh, in your bikinis, in your swimsuits, having a maybe uh, doing a little grill grilling action, maybe you're with the family on a little vacation, you can enjoy that beach because of the sacrifices they made back on June 6, 1944. Unfortunately, too many people forget it, but we never forget it here on the Cigar Dave Show, and I know that all of you never forget it as well. We'll continue from the pooch pit, front and center, around the corner. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is a Quesada cigar sampler, including the Quesada 40th anniversary, the Fonseco Cubano Limitado, and the Fonseco Classic 799. The Quesada 40th anniversary combines Secos, Visos, and Ligeros of Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers with a Dominican binder and a beautiful dark San Andreas wrapper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get these premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. 
Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Well, this music brings me pleasure. This is Pesame Mucho from Chico and the Gypsies. I spoke about Chico and the Gypsies a few weeks ago. Chico was one of the original Gypsy Kings. Co-wrote Bamboleo, one of their big, big hits. A few other hits as well. He went on his own, and I have been listening to them nonstop for the last month or so. Great music, Chico and the Gypsies. You've got Spotify, if you've got iTunes music, any of the online Amazon, they all carry it. Great stuff, Chico and the Gypsies. I left off talking about how we as philanthropic Americans, cigar connoisseurs, alpha males, we are the first to reach into our pocket without government having to tell us that there is a charity that is in need, there is a good cause that is in need. We do that willingly, as opposed to the taxocrats that always want to hand out or the government to do it. We as as alphas, we see something that's that's worthwhile. We don't even need a committee. We just get into our pockets and we do it. You see it all over the country all the time. Well, one of the people that does that is joining us, uh, one of our longtime crew, and I should reintroduce. We've got Captain Paul, Colonel Adge, Exo Tim. We've got Puff Muffin Lori, and we have got uh, Butcher Dave from uh, Orchard Fresh here in the Western New York Theater of Operations. But, Captain Paul, you are the owner of Colvin Cleaners, the finest dry cleaner in the planet, on the planet, without any hesitation. In fact, Cigar Mother dropped off a few things that my cleaners in Tampa could not get uh, get out of some shirts, and I know they'll come back 
brand new, all sparkly. And I pair there are two areas that my bib with my little buttonhole apparently it, it seeped through. I don't know how that happened. Uh, General, uh, that bib and I have a little problem. You know, uh, I know you. Our, our motto is eat, drink, and be sloppy, General. And you keep trying to buck me on that. But I'm glad that bib leaked. Well, if I here's the problem: if if there was Colvin cleaners in Tampa, I would have no problem because I know if I got a stain, it would get out. The problem is the dry cleaners in Tampa are the worst. So when I do get a stain, I bring it to them. They they never get it out. Then I send it over to you, and you get it out like that. Captain Paul, I do want to bring up, because you have done two great things that I want to bring up, and I tweeted one of those a few weeks ago that I saw. There's some great news coverage that I actually happened to catch online. Uh, but you do two things. Right around this time of year, during prom season, you have prom dresses for girls that you get donated, you clean them. Tell us about that program. You also do suits for veterans. Uh, 11 years ago, we started our Gowns for Prom program. So this past year, we had our 11th annual, and we distributed close to 1,000 gowns to young ladies. Now, these are collected uh, through a host of different uh, uh, venues around Buffalo. Uh, we take the gowns, we sort them down by size, determine what are prom-worthy, what's ever not prom-worthy, and we have uh, high school girls deciding this because they're the ones that are going to be wearing them. Uh, the prom-worthy gowns, they got all sorted down by size for our function. Not-so-prom-worthy gowns, those get donated to the Goodwill. Um, we have this uh, function three days on the stage at Shays Buffalo. So the young ladies get an absolute incredible experience, first of all, walking on the stage of where most people in western New York or around the country have never been, in a beautiful historic theater, looking up at all the seats, we have um, approximately 4,000 gowns on the stage for the young ladies to select uh, four or five gowns from. They take these up to the changing rooms where all the actors and actresses change, lights across the mirrors, makes them feel very special. We've got over 50 volunteers that help these young ladies through the whole process. After they find a gown they like, uh, they get brought down to a tailoring department where the gown is fitted perfectly. We clean it, package it, and deliver it to the young lady prior to her, to their prom. It's an absolute fabulous program. We enjoy the living heck out of it, and we're helping a lot of young ladies throughout western New York. You also have a great program, Suits for Veterans. Well, General, um, the one-stop shop, uh, Roger Woodworth uh, started this where veterans can go into this facility, and there's literally 40 agencies all in one building. Really mainstreams things for the veterans. We got involved with them where we collect suits, uh, ties, shirts, things like that. There was an event at Buff State where over 70 uh, different uh, veterans showed up, selected suits. These are all for interviews and different things like that. It's another great program. We love our vets. And again, government didn't have to tell you to do it. You did it because you're a good citizen and corporate citizen as well. Captain Paul, great job. When we come back, the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremonies coming your way next. Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today.
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, everyone around me here at the Pooch Pit, the Theater of Operations, the classified clandestine Theater of Operations in Western New York has already conducted litation ceremony. I'm the last one. But I have pulled out the cigar that... We handed out at the Erie County Republican GOP, that is the Grand Old Puffer, on Thursday evening at the fantastic event I was uh, honored to be a guest at. And it is the Rocky Patel Decade. Rocky sent along a couple of hundred of these beautiful Rocky Patel Decade Toros, and he said, General, I want you to share them because we're going to be coming up to Buffalo in a few months, launching the new Rocky Patel 55. I want to get them nice and ready. So the Rocky Patel Decade commemorates the 10th anniversary of Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. It showcases a very rare, beautiful, dark, oily, rich Sumatra wrapper. And the blend on this is an interesting combination. Because first of all, the wrapper on this is a magnificent dark Honduran. But then what Rocky did is he used some Nicaraguan binder and filler that is very, very, as Rocky would tell me, he said, General, I'm telling you, I went through about 50 iterations to make sure it was smooth and balanced just the right way. So a very nice cigar, medium, medium full. It's square press, comes in about uh, five, six sizes, and I've got the Toro. It is 5 by 50 but it does not appear to be 5 by 50 because it is a very, very nice square press, almost a trunk press, uh, and just a very nice feel in the hand. Suggested retails in the $10 area, 
gorgeous cigar, one of Rocky's biggest sellers. It's a beautiful stick. Rocky Patel Decade, the cigar of choice for today's National Cigar Lightation Ceremony. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. I have myself sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, if I'm going to light a Rocky Patel cigar, a Rocky Patel decade, I know Rocky would not be happy unless I used one of his Rocky Patel beautiful handheld lighters. This is a tabletop lighter, four jet flames. You can hear that. Four jet flames. Got a beautiful dark black carbon fiber design to it. It's got a built-in slide-out multi-piercer tool where it's got three different sizes of cigar piercer that you can use. Almost gives you like a nice bullet cut right on the back of that, but that's what I would use today. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut as always, and I'm surrounded by the aroma of fantastic Rocky Patel decade smoke. Now, Puff Muffin Laura, I need you to hold. No, no, don't don't hold that. Hold the microphone. There you go. All right, outstanding. She gets a little ahead of herself. All right, here we go. Let me let me toast the foot of this cigar. Beautiful, outstanding. Mm. Puff and rotate. Great draw. Mmm. Outstanding. Excellent. Nice taste. Mm. Almost a little nutty type of note on the palate, but very nice. And let me go around. Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, XO Tim, even Puff Muffin Lori. Let's start with Puff Muffin Lori. You are enjoying a Rocky Patel decade. What do you think? It is wonderful. So happy to be here and have it with you. As you should. It is, it is really your honor. Let Captain Paul. General, I've always enjoyed uh, my full-bodied cigars, and this being a medium to full, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. All right, let's go to Colonel Ange. General, in the morning, it's nice. Sometimes it's a little bit dark. You can have a little bit of coffee, and then the wind blows from the west, and I love your Rocky. It's one of my favorite Rocky Patel cigars. I just love this cigar. Thanks, Rocky. It is great indeed. XO, or, uh, XO Tim. I don't know how I can top that one. This is I just love everything by Rocky Patel, and this is just a fantastic cigar. All right, we've got Butcher Dave. So, Butcher Dave, tell us, you've been enjoying that cigar by the smokers. How, how, how do you enjoy that? Uh, this is a great cigar, General. Uh, I've been enjoying it for the last hour or so, and uh, I'm hoping for more. We, uh, well, would you see, Lieutenant, we're going to send out the picture of the box. See, now, we got a bundle of these, and normally what happens is, you know, you get the bundle, you open up the top, and you take it out of there. Colonel Ange wanted to get ready for Halloween for trick-or-treating, so he brought out this uh, wicker basket, dumped them all in there, and it's beautiful. It's like, uh, you know, this is how you hand out candy, you know, like little stickers and mini uh, Three Musketeers at Halloween. So I'd rather have the cigars myself. Only for the adults, General. Exactly. Uh, Well, unless bubblegum cigars for the little ones. But we know that the great thing about uh, cigars, you put them in a basket, I will guarantee you, Colonel Ange, you have fellow cigar connoisseurs here, they will gravitate. They, it doesn't matter if it's in a bundle, in a basket, they're going to grab it. And I noticed that uh, Lieutenant Bruce had uh, had about 50 of them sticking out of his pockets, <laughs> the front pocket, the back pocket. By the way, I've never seen a guy stuff turkey submarine sandwiches in the front and left pocket before he left. And some chicken wings. And, and you know what? 
He stuck a sausage down his trousers, thinking we wouldn't see it. You know, it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. When you're, it's beautiful when you're not around to defend yourself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bruce. All right. So now we need a little bit of a libation. So without any further delay, Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Ah, what do I have in my hand, Colonel Ange? What is it that I have? General, uh, it's a staple in the uh, pooch pit and the uh, pooch uh, casa pooch. It is the Gentleman Jack bourbon whiskey. Double mellowed Tennessee whiskey. I have been down to their magnificent distillery in Lynchburg, TN, Tennessee. I'm telling you, we have to do a field trip, a mandatory Cigar Dave crew field trip down to the Jack Daniels Distillery. It is quite, and we'll go to Miss Mary Bobo's for lunch. It's quite the place. I'm free Monday. <laughs> I can arrange that. Not a Let's problem. Go. Now, the Gentleman Jack, the difference between regular Jack Daniels and the Gentleman Jack, I want to explain this. It is definitely more mellow. It's double mellowed. What does that mean? Well, Jack Daniels goes through what's called the Lincoln County process. It's different than Kentucky bourbon in that it is mellowed through charcoal. There's a charcoal filtration process. They actually burn wood and they turn that into charcoal and they let the Jack Daniels gently seep. It goes through one process, then it goes into the barrel. Jack Daniels gets bottled right out of the barrel into the bottle. However, Jack Daniels Gentleman Jack goes through a second mellowing process, charcoal fermentation process. When it comes out of the barrel, it goes through one more time, and that removes any corn residue because about 70% of the mash is corn. So corn has a bit of an oil. You've heard of corn oil. There's a little oiliness. That removes it. That's why Gentleman Jack is exceptionally smooth. So I will say cheers to all of you, to good health, to good friendship, good camaraderie, and to Donald Trump making America great again this coming November. Let us say cheers. Mm. Ah, with some very cool, refreshing ice cubes. Outstanding. Very smooth, very mellow. You cannot go wrong. Take another sip. Mm. Ah, perfect accompaniment. Accoutrement to the Rocky Patel decade. Absolutely outstanding. Everybody enjoying their cigars, their libations. And I noticed, Captain Paul, you have your customary Bloody Mary as well. Absolutely. I started as soon as I showed up at Pooch's Pit. I can't stop uh, you know, whenever we go uh, to any of our Alpha Pleasure Fest, the tomato juice and the vodka starts flowing very early, beginning at the airport. General, not vodka. You know how I make my gin. Mary's gin. gin. Bombay gin. Bomb, uh, Mick the Brit would be ever so happy. Uh, at, yes, he would be. He'd be. In fact, last I saw, he was bathing in it. But I t- that, that is a normal occurrence for Mick the Brit. Uh, that, is, that is normal. Well, lieutenants, we have now enjoyed our cigars lit. We've got our libation. And I want to just spend a moment talking about uh, a serious subject because, as you know, we, uh, we've got a couple of big anniversaries. First of all, this coming Monday is the 72nd anniversary of D-Day, the invasion at Normandy. But last week, President Barack Obama made a visit to Hiroshima. I felt all along that an American president should not go there. And my feeling is this. The United States of America did not start the war. Imperial Japan, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy, they attacked American soil, Pearl Harbor. 
the attack on Pearl Harbor. We know the catastrophe that, that uh, was the attack on Pearl Harbor, and it drew the United States in, fully into World War II. But the Japanese attacked us. We were not the aggressor. We did not attack Tokyo. We did not attack any of their, of their uh, installations. We didn't attack any of their cities. They unilaterally, unprovoked, attacked us. No American president, I believe, should go to Hiroshima. That is my feeling. Now, Barack Obama said it was not going to be an apology. But when you read the text of his speech, it was a de facto apology. I didn't like the tone of the speech. I didn't like the content of the speech. I didn't like an American president visiting there, period. And what Harry Truman did was the right move. If His job was to save American lives, and he did that. He dropped the first atom bomb on Hiroshima, and when the Japanese refused to surrender, a few days later, he had dropped another one in Nagasaki. Now, Harry Truman was a saint. If it were me as president, I think we only had two atom bombs at the time. But if we had 50 of them, I would have dropped them all at once, period, finish. I would have even have given them a chance to surrender. I would have wiped them off the face of the earth, and then I would have taken Japan and said, you attacked us. Don't ever screw with the United States of America again. I don't blame the Japanese people. It was not them. It was their imperial leadership. But nonetheless, we were attacked. American lives were lost. That is unforgivable. Now, what was even more disconcerting is what Brian Williams, who's a joke of an anchor. I mean, they basically, after he lied his way from the, uh, on the NBC Nightly News and embellishing every damn story there was, they had to find a place for him. Instead of just firing him and get rid of, getting rid of him, paying him out like NBC should have, they put him on NBC, MSNBC as a special events anchor. And I have to tell you, the man had some gravitas before his debacle. He's got none now. I even watch him. I look at him. I go, it's a joke. Who believes anything this guy says? Well, I want to play an audio clip of what he had to say about the United States of America dropping the atom bomb on Hiroshima, because what he had to say was unacceptable and points the finger at the United States of America as being in the wrong. Take a listen. And that is still the threat that people worry about, that this material will fall into the wrong hands. If people have found the U.S. to be preachy in the years since Hiroshima and Nagasaki about the use of nuclear weapons, it's because we're the only nation to have used them in anger. Um, sometimes I am Stop amazed it right that... There. Um, use the atom bomb in anger? Are you kidding me? Harry Truman? First of all... There's a, a to, to use that word to say that we dropped the atom bomb on Japan in anger because we were angry. We were all ticked off. Harry Truman dropped the bomb to stop the war, to protect the American, to protect the United States of America, to save lives, to save American troops. And the devastation that could have happened if we had to go and attack the uh, mainland of Japan could have been in the millions. So Harry Truman did the right thing. We developed this atom bomb. It was not to be used lightly. And he, he made that decision. And he was 100% correct. And these critics today, that 72 years, or, or actually uh, whatever it was, 70 years later, 69 years later, have the audacity to say, well, Harry Truman didn't need to, didn't need to drop that. There were other methods. The hell there were. And when I hear Brian Williams say, 
well, we used it in anger. You're damn right we were angry. We were attacked. And if some country attacked us just like on 9-11, we would be angry too. But the way in which he used that word, the insinuation that, well, we, we used it in anger, almost as spiteful. No, Harry Truman did it to stop the war and save America and American lives. End of discussion. Pick that up one more time, Steve, if we can play it right from, Sergeant Steve, right from where we left off. Um, sometimes I am amazed that um, the world has been uh, without these uh, weapons all the years since, but it is a point of, of great pride by the people who've seen to it. You know what amazes me is that Brian Williams is a schmuck, a total, absolute, disgraced, embarrassing putz. The man lied about every uh, tons and tons of stories. He f- embellished. He fabricated. Yeah, he got off the helicopter. He was shot at. Uh, he, he single-handedly saved 28 American lives. I mean, the embellishing went on and on, and it was all proven to be false. Brian Williams doesn't deserve to have his voice heard on the air. And the comment to say that the United States of America used an atom bomb in World War II in anger He is so misguided and so misinformed. But are we surprised at what the elitist media in New York City, sitting in New York, in their little cocoon, their little bubble, their little fantasy island bubble, are we surprised that they say this? We shouldn't be, but I still am. So, Brian Williams, you owe an apology to Harry S. Truman. You owe an apology to every single World War II veteran that served, the greatest generation that served during World War II, and saved this country so that you are not delivering the news in German instead of English. You are a disgrace, Brian Williams. And NBC, you're more disgraceful for not firing his incompetent ass, his embellishing and lying ass, when you had the chance. Write the big check and get rid of him. He's an embarrassment to some of the great journalists along the years that have sat in the uh, NBC Uh, newsroom in New York and the bureaus around the world. Lieutenants, when we come back, we will pay tribute to D-Day. June 6, 1944, 72 years ago on Monday, one of the greatest military operations ever launched took place in Normandy, on the beaches of Normandy, western France. We will pay the appropriate tribute when we come back from the Pooch Pit special edition of the Cigar Dave Show. And uh, later on in the show, we'll be talking Grilling 101, everything you need to know about buying grills, the types of grills. We will give you the primer and the education you need so you can buy a grill and enjoy grilling season this summer wherever you may be. Lieutenants, I am America's alpha male-in-chief, the general, a proud American, unlike Brian Williams. The 2016 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, is Saturday, August 13th at Buffalo River Works. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. The journey of Jarguera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarguera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. 
grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions. Yarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Yarguera H. Upman. Experience Yarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit yarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar. But the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. The 2016 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water, presented by Rocky Patel Premium Cigars, is Saturday, August 13th at Buffalo River Works. Get your tickets now at CigarDave.com. Chico and the Gypsies, you got to listen to this. El Pomporero. I'll tell you, this is one of their great songs. We will uh, post a link to uh, a YouTube video that you can watch this. This is great exercise music. You want to run, you want to walk. Very motivating music from Chico and the Gypsies. Now, I do want to speak about something that occurred. Did you all see what occurred, uh, what was it, uh, two nights ago, Thursday evening, at Donald Trump's, uh, after Donald Trump's rally in San Jose, People's Republic of California. Did you see what happened? No, no, David. Did uh, no. with after? Well, many. Oh, I, did, I did see the uprising. the rioting. Yes, yes, the right. There was some rioting, not big riot, but they were rioting. They were attacking some Donald Trump supporters, and what really galled me was seeing number one, an American flag being burned, and even more so, well, on the same level, I should say, the display flying the Mexican flag on U.S. soil. And when, on Sean Hannity, he had one of the correspondents who went and interviewed people. They interviewed a number of people 
who ended up saying to them that, uh, oh, yeah, we're illegal, and we don't have to follow the laws, and we have a right to be here. And I'm going to make it very clear. Illegal aliens have zero right to be in the United States. (coughs) Excuse me. That has nothing to do with being against Mexicans, not being for uh, legal immigration. We have the right to be a sovereign country to protect our borders. We can't just go into Mexico. We go in and get caught into Mexico, they won't allow us to stay. You go to other countries, it's the same thing. And when I hear Hillary Clinton try to equate building a wall or protecting our borders to an act of war, the absurdity is just rampant. And when I saw these protesters, I was absolutely outraged. And again, they, they showed this one kid who was an illegal saying, my parents brought me here, they're illegal, but I was, I, 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 he's illegal too because he was not born here, but they brought me for a better life. Well, if you want a better life in the United States, then come here legally. You're more than welcome if you want to follow the law and rules. But to display a Mexican flag and go after Americans who are legal citizens that have a right to vote, that pay taxes, and attack them because Donald Trump wants to secure our borders and call Donald Trump a racist and Donald Trump evil and and to burn our American flag, something you can't do in other countries. It was it was like being in, watching what, what goes on in Tehran right here on American soil. And it was disturbing, and it's an outrage. And I'm fed up with these illegals. I've said it over and over. I don't give a damn if a taxocrat wants to call me a racist. I don't care. Because if you are for legal immigration and against illegal immigration, that doesn't make you a racist. It makes you an American that gets tired of paying for these deadbeats that come onto our country and mooch off of us. Hour number two of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. On Monday, most Americans will go about their business, they'll go about their lives in a normal day, in a normal fashion. But 72 years ago, this coming Monday, June 6, 1944, one of the pivotal battles in all of world history took place. It was Operation Overlord. The invasions on Normandy Beach D-Day, when the Allied forces stormed the cliffs, the high cliffs and the beaches of Normandy, to land on Europe and begin the overtaking and overthrowing of the Nazi Third Reich totalitarian regime and the atrocities that came along with it. 
We will not forget D-Day. We don't forget D-Day. We will pay appropriate tribute today. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. We have uh, moved our broadcast operational theater of operations to the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got Colonel Ange. We've got Captain Paul, Exo, Tim, Puff Muffin, Laurie, and Butcher Dave all joining us. And later on in this hour, we'll be talking about grills and grilling 101. Everything you need to know to buy the right grill and to make great quality food products on it all summer long as we're now into the grilling season. But as you know, I am one that always pays tribute to our great American history as opposed to the current occupant of the Oval Office. I'm a proud American. I believe in the greatness and, uh, and supremacy of the United States of America, of our ideals, of our democracy, of our liberties, and the fact that this country has gone to places to save those that needed saving. And World War II is a perfect example. And so I would like to just take a few minutes. We've done on the 65th anniversary, the 70th anniversary, we did uh, some very, very long, in-depth D-Day tributes, shows that we're very proud of that we have posted at CigarDave.com that I ask you to take some time this week, especially on Monday, and listen. We are losing members of the greatest generation on a daily basis, but we shall not forget. So on December, correction, on June 6, 1944, the Allied forces began on a very rainy, miserable, brutal day to begin the liberation of Europe. And on the eve of D-Day, Supreme Allied Commander General Dwight D. Eisenhower gave a speech to the troops participating in Operation Overlord. Sailors and airmen of the Allied Expeditionary Force, you are about to embark upon the Great Crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brave allies and brothers-in-arms on other fronts, you will bring about the destruction of the German war machine, the elimination of Nazi tyranny over the oppressed peoples of Europe, and security for ourselves in a free world. Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely. But this is the year 1944. Much has happened since the Nazi triumphs of 1940-41. The United Nations have inflicted upon the Germans great defeats in open battle, man-to-man. Our air offensive has seriously reduced their strength in the air and their capacity to wage war on the ground. Our home front, have given us an overwhelming superiority in weapons and munitions of war and placed at our disposal great reserves of trained fighting men. The tide has turned. The free men of the world are marching together to victory. I have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty, and skill in battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck, and let us all beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. I can only imagine what every Allied force member was thinking that evening. I will guarantee many of them did not get a wink of sleep. Many of them not knowing whether they would be alive the next day. Many of them not knowing 
whether they would make the journey, survive the journey, knowing what they would be facing. I can only imagine. And as I think about it today, I think about the college students today that are worried about safe spaces and being microaggressed when men of the same age back on June 6, 1944, their biggest fear was getting shot at, having mortars thrown at them, whether they would drown, whether they would survive the trip, whether they would make it out alive or in one piece. They were the greatest generation. And when you look at those cliffs, incredible that our troops and the Allied forces were able to scale those cliffs. The Germans fortified the western portion of France more heavily than any other installation in world history. Yet the Allied forces were able to go in and began liberation of Europe. In 1984, Ronald Reagan marked the 40th anniversary of the Allied invasion at Normandy, the D-Day anniversary, by delivering one of the all-time greatest speeches in history at Point du Hoc, where the U.S. Army Rangers had to scale a massive cliff to begin their quest for liberating Europe. The speech was written by Peggy Noonan, speechwriter for Ronald Reagan at the time, and I want you to listen to the excerpt of some of Ronald Reagan's great words. The Rangers looked up and saw the enemy soldiers, the edge of the cliffs, shooting down at them with machine guns and throwing grenades. And the American Rangers began to climb. They shot rope ladders over the face of these cliffs and began to pull themselves up. When one Ranger fell, another would take his place. When one rope was cut, a Ranger would grab another and begin his climb again. They climbed shot back and held their footing. Soon, one by one, the rangers pulled themselves over the top, and in seizing the firm land at the top of these cliffs, they began to seize back the continent of Europe. 225 came here. After two days of fighting, only 90 could still bear arms. And behind me is a memorial that symbolizes the ranger daggers that were thrust into the top of these cliffs. And before me are the men who put them there. These are the boys of Puente Hope. These are the men who took the cliffs. These are the champions who helped free a continent. And these are the heroes who helped end a war. Gentlemen, I look at you and I think of the words of Stephen Spender's poem. You were men who in your, quote, lives fought for life and lift, left the vivid air signed with your honor. Forty summers have passed since the battle that you fought here. You were young the day you took these cliffs. Some of you were hardly more than boys with the deepest joys of life before you. Yet you risked everything here. Why? Why did you do it? Well, what impelled you to put aside the instinct for self-preservation and risk your lives to take these cliffs? What inspired all the men of the armies that met here? We look at you and somehow we know the answer. It was faith and belief. It was loyalty and love. The men of Normandy had faith that what they were doing was right faith that they fought for all humanity, faith that a just God would grant them mercy on this beachhead or on the next. 
It was the deep knowledge, and pray God we have not lost it, that there is a profound moral difference between the use of force for liberation and the use of force for conquest. You were here to liberate, not to conquer. And so you and those others did not doubt your cause. And you were right not to doubt. That was President Ronald Reagan, June 6, 1984, on the 40th anniversary of the D-Day invasions at Normandy. And we will post the entire speech, and I ask you to listen to that entire speech and to look at the men who were in the audience, the rangers who, who scaled that massive cliff, and uh, to pay tribute to them. And I ask that on Monday, pause for a moment, and many of us may, were not around on June 6, 1944, but we're around today, and the reason that we are able to enjoy our freedoms and be a sovereign country is because of the sacrifices that they made. World War II was, without any question, had the most profound effect probably on this nation. It unified this nation. It made this nation stronger, not only militarily, but economically. And it made us resolute that we would never allow another force, another evil force, to do to the world what Nazi Germany did to Europe, and the Imperial Japan did to us and other parts of Asia back during World War II. So on Monday, we pay tribute. We pay tribute today. You may not hear much on Monday about D-Day, and that's shameful. They don't even teach D-Day history in schools anymore, and that is absolutely unacceptable. That's embarrassing for a country of this greatness. But we will do our part. So on Monday, I ask that you pause for a moment, Deliver a snappy salute, pay tribute to those men and women who took part in World War II and the Allied D-Day invasions at Normandy. We will continue right up on The Cigar Dave Show. The June selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is a Quesada cigar sampler, including the Quesada 40th Anniversary, the Fonseca Cubano Limitado, and the Fonseca Classic 799. The Fonseca Classic 799 has a Connecticut wrapper, Mexican Sumatra binder, and Dominican Longleaf filler. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos for the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg, and that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. The brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices, is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, 
Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional Line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. They bravely scaled the cliffs at Normandy in the name of freedom. On June 6, 1944, we honor and remember their heroic acts. For the 65th anniversary of D-Day, I had the privilege on our special tribute show to interview Thomas Blakey. Thomas was an, American, an Army paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne, and he landed behind enemy lines on D-Day to capture and hold a bridge to keep Germans from sending reinforcements. And after D-Day, he participated in Operation Market Garden in the Netherlands and in the Battle of the Bulge, a great American. We had the privilege, I had the privilege of speaking to him both on the air and off the air. He was a, a just a wonderful person to speak with. And his insights were absolutely incredible and fascinating. And unfortunately, Thomas Blakey died January 15, 2015, at the age of 80, or 94 in New Orleans, where he was very active in the World War II Museum. So we have posted the entire interview at CigarDave.com. We have also posted a special page with both the 65th and 70th commemorative tribute shows to D-Day, and I ask that on Monday, if you have time, make the time, take a listen. I guarantee you both shows, very emotional to do. We're very proud of those shows. And I know that as, uh, that as patriotic Americans like myself, you will be uh, honored to listen to that as well. 
Now we continue from the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got Captain Paul, we've got uh, Colonel Ange, we've got uh, Butcher Dave. And uh, in the, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to discuss Grilling 101, what to look for buying a grill, getting ready for grilling season. But I did want to bring in Colonel Ange, because Colonel Ange, you served in the United States Navy, a veteran, and uh, listening to Ronald Reagan, and when you think about what those those boys, because they were boys at the time, many of them weren't even 18, they, they enlisted technically, illegally, below the age because they wanted to do their patriotic duty. So we know there were men that were 16, 17, 18, 19. But when you listen to General Eisenhower's speech and Ronald Reagan and you think back at what they went through, absolutely incredible. And I know you as a, as a veteran have a great appreciation for that as well. Yes, General. And that's one of the things that uh, I really would like all the lieutenants to understand. Those, of, those that didn't serve, I was 19 when I served. 19, General. And we're boys. I was a boy. I mean, we, you think about a 19-year-old today, and uh, General, you talk about the pleasure police. They're trying to b- b- make the, uh, the uh, drinking age 21 and buying cigars uh, 21 years old. I was 19. Uh, they took me in the back, and they sh- taught me how to shoot an a, uh, a, a rifle. Uh, they had human targets. We were trained to defend our country at all and any risk, and that included killing when we had to kill. And it bothers me to this day that uh, and in, in one way, you you're, you can join the military, you can be a part of the military, you can be dispatched to Iran, Iraq, and you are charged with the highest degree of responsibility, and that is a human life. And we did what we could do, and then we came back home, and we couldn't buy a drink or we couldn't buy a cigar. In general, I just think that that's a terrible thing. Yeah, I, I agree. The, the way that the Vietnam veterans were treated was unacceptable. And, and the good news is I think people now with a Vietnam memorial and people realize that, uh, that, that they were young Americans serving their nation. They were called. They were drafted. They were drafted, and they served this nation. But when I hear today of... You mentioned Colonel Ange. You were 19 years, yes, uh, years of age. Uh, yep. Still a boy, really. Yeah. And when you think of kids today that are on college campuses that whose biggest problem, biggest concern, is that somebody wrote the word Trump in chalk, and they felt microaggressed, and they feel that they needed a safe haven, a safe space. It's almost laughable. It's embarrassing that these wussified beta youth have the audacity to even bring that up, and they have no idea they have no perspective of history of what took place in world war ii in korea in vietnam in iraq in afghanistan and as an american i'm embarrassed that these people even have the audacity to bring up that they're they need a safe space tell you what go into the battle zone then you can say i want a safe space but when they complain now it's unacceptable i general i totally agree and uh you know, it's fortunate for them, it's fortunate for these kids that they aren't uh, compelled to join the, the armed forces as I was back during the Vietnam era. Uh, they're not compelled. There is no draft. And there uh, should be. I believe there should be one year of mandatory service from age 18 to 19 for every American no matter what. And I'll tell you why. They would have a far greater appreciation 
of this country, of serving, of patriotism. They wouldn't be walking around with their pants, you know, half down with their butt crack showing. They wouldn't be sitting, marching, burning American flags. They'd have an idea of what it's like to have to serve this country. And while they're in their one year of service, there should be mandatory history training of American history. Anything less than that is unacceptable. So, Colonel Ange, I salute you for your service to this nation. Thank you, General. And when we come back, we're going to get into Grilling 101 with Colonel Ange and Butcher Dave. We're in the grilling season. Summer is here. You need to buy a grill. You need to get a smoker. We'll guide you. Fear not. We've got two experts front and center as we continue from the pooch pit in a classified location in the Western New York Theater of Operations right around the corner. any of the general show you can catch up anytime with the cigar dave mobile app presented by diamond crown listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay or you can download a podcast of a past show search cigar dave in the app store to get it As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Tofu. Alpha males run on meat, steak, cigars, and Cigar Dave, a trifecta of pleasure. Grilling 101. We are in the summer grilling season. And actually, you can probably hear some barking dogs in the background. That's because they know they're about to go on one of these nine grills here in the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. But the last few weeks, I've been going, whether at Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever I've been, people have been looking at grills. You know, you see ads, grilling, grilling season is here, there's sales, there's deals. 
and there is a cornucopia of grills. There's gas grills. There's charcoal grills. There's smokers. People can get lost. They may not know what to look for, but we have the experts. We've got Colonel Ange, who has nine grills and smokers in his pooch pit. We've got Butcher Dave, who uh, also is an expert when it comes to smoking and cooking the meat. And next week, actually, Butcher Day, we're going to do Meat 101, an entire hour on different cuts of meat and types of meat. But before you even get to the meat, you got to have something to cook it on. So, Colonel Ange, yes, sir. guide us, please. General, you know, to me, it's, it's all about uh, what do you want to do and where you're going to go with your grill. Uh, for ultimate convenience, uh, you need a gas grill or a propane grill. I mean, that is the ultimate convenience. So if if what you want to do is to get out there real quick, throw something on a grill, cook it, bring it in the kitchen, bring, put it on the table, you got to get a propane or a natural uh, gas grill. However, you know, me personally, I am a big charcoal guy. I, when I have the time and I can do that, I'll use charcoal. But as you know, as you look around, you see both. The other, so again, first thing, what are you going to do with that grill? Are you going to make a quick dinner like I cook uh, every night on the grill, or are you going to uh, have somebody over for the weekend? I mean, if you're going to do that, invest in a charcoal grill. If you're going to do it every day, invest in a propane or a natural gas uh, grill. The next thing I would say is invest. Invest. You know, people spend all this time uh, looking at refrigerators, they look at stoves, they look at all their appliances, and then they go and they'll see a Sunbeam gas grill on sale for forty nine <laughs> and they'll go buy that Sunbeam grass, uh, sorry, gas grill, thinking that that's going to uh, take care of their, uh, their family when they come over for Memorial Day and they're feeding 20 people. That thing's going to break down and be gone in a year. You're going to be spending that same money every year. It's like dating a redhead. You know, <laughs> you're, you're not really sure you're going to really enjoy dating redheads. So, you know, you don't invest in it fully. Let me tell you something. If you invest in it and you find out you really like dating redheads, you know, same thing with a grill. Take your time. Spend some money. Uh, and you know what? That gives me an idea. Maybe I should add a few redheads to the harem. General, I know. Fa- i got to invest in that. <laughs> General, I know there's, there's 2.5 now. <laughs> I don't know if there is, really. I mean, blondes, brunettes, primarily blondes. But, but you know, i got to open the horizons. But yeah. you bring up a very good point because we see a lot of these grills, like you say, forty nine ninety nine. And for some people, you know, if they're in an apartment where they're going to use it one year, year and a half, okay, that's fine. But when you want something that's going to last, especially if you live in climate, two things. If you live in a warm climate year-round, you're going to use that year-round. But you also want something that in the winter, you can put a cover on it, it's going to be sturdy. It's not going to just start rusting and wilting after one cold you know, snowy winter. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, uh, you know, me personally, living up here in the Great White North, uh, I'm a big fan of the Weber uh, grills. And again, you know, it's it's not necessarily the best grill on the market. It's not. Uh, General, I know that you have uh, a Viking and uh, that's a wonderful, it's a remarkable grill. But let me tell you about uh, the Weber. In the wintertime, the uh, temperatures here in Buffalo are you know what they're like. You can go 13 below. I will come out here and I'll grill. That grill will get up to uh, 800 degrees. I'll shut it down. It'll turn to 13 degrees below zero overnight. And the next day I can fire it up and it'll work just fine. I mean, they're very durable grills and you get and you can get parts for them. And that's the other thing. That's important. If you're going to invest in a grill and keep the grill, look for something that you can still get parts for. Weber's a big one for that. Uh, there are a few other ones that are the same way. Viking is the same way. 
uh, again, you know, you're, you're talking about an appliance. People that shop for grills like they shop for, I don't know, a bicycle. This is an appliance. This is something that if you're going to buy, you're going to use all the time. Spend the time, research it, know what you're going to do. Spend a little bit of time thinking about how you're going to use it. And once you know that it's going to be something I'm going to use twice a week or three times a week or four times a week, that's the time to spend the money. Now, and the thing is, if you're going to use it two, three, four times, you want something easy. Because a lot of people work, well, not many people work, or they're, they've got things they're doing. They don't want to come in and have to wait three hours for the charcoals to get all ready to go. They want to turn the gas on and go. And I'm one of those people. Now, I do have a smoker and I do have a big green egg, but I don't use those as often as I use my gas grill. So, Colonel Lange, let's talk specifically about uh, gas versus charcoal in terms of the setup, in terms of preparation, in terms of the taste and, and, and its effect on food. You know, that's all over the place, General, and I can tell you from the heart, uh, just dealing with it myself, there's nothing like a charcoal grill, and I'm a firm believer in that. I use lump charcoal, which... Uh, what is, is lump charcoal? L- lump charcoal is the natural charcoal. That's the hardwood that's burned right down. Okay, now, most people are used to the Kingsford. They come in, there's these dark little black coal briquettes. The briquettes. That you think are like are mine from, you know, a coal mine. Yes, and what they are is they're compressed, and what they're using is sawdust, and what Whatever is in the sawdust product. So they're, depending on the brand, you can get some chemicals in there. You can get some other particles in there. You can get some things that really are going to impart some a terrible taste to the food. Listen, I'm not against briquettes. I think that briquettes are a great way to go for a lot of people, but I would buy quality briquettes. If you're going to do that, look for quality. Now, when you say lump charcoal, so these are lumps of wood? Yes, absolutely lumps of wood, and there's nothing like it. Let me tell you. I use both, General, and the reason I do that is it's, to, it's about the amount of heat and how much time I want to cook. So if I'm going to do a steak, I'm going to use lump charcoal because that has a higher burning temperature. That will get burning hot. And if I'm going to do steaks, I will use lump charcoal. That will go on the grill. It will get very, very, very hot. I can sear my steak, take it off, and go it. Now, if I've got a family here and we're going to eat hot dogs and hamburgers all day, then the way to do that is use briquettes. I'm telling you, at that time, that's when you want to use briquettes. So hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken, briquettes are fine. Absolutely, especially, General, if you know you're going to be cooking for a while. I mean, you got 20 people here and you're doing hot dogs. That lump charcoal is going to burn high and fast, and then it's going to go. The briquettes will sit there and mellow out, and they will sit there for probably almost an hour where you can cook. Okay. Now, the lump charcoal, big lumps of wood, is it different types of wood? Yeah, there are. There are. And the the thing is, again, it goes back to quality and where you buy it. You know, the best thing to do is there are a few websites that talk about the quality of lump charcoal. You know what? For the beginner, instead of me listing brands, I would just go and check the websites so that they can see for themselves which are the higher quality because there are some low quality there's some high quality and you can buy these lump charcoal do lowe's home depot Pro shop i know sells it you can you can buy lump charcoal almost at a drugstore these days the good news is is that the word is spread and lump charcoal now isn't something that's a specialty brand that you have to get at a barbecue joint or a barbecue store you can buy it almost at a rite aid or a cvs but Again, research it and know so that when you get there, you know you're buying something good. All right. Now, with gas grills, it's easy. You basically turn on the gas. It's natural gas or liquid propane, and uh, you hit the igniter or you use one of those little long lighter 
type of uh, devices, and within probably 10 minutes, you're good to go. Yeah, and there's nothing like it. I mean, General, as you know, that I, I keep, I've got a six-burner uh, Weber Summit uh, Gold that I use throughout the entire year. In the wintertime, I pull it close to my patio entrance so that I can go out there and uh, use the grill. It's nice. You push a button, and it goes. You can use that grill for everything, and you could use it for smoking, which I would recommend, but almost anything else you can. It's also an oven. Again, I go back to the appliance reference. I use that as an oven. I roast things in that on, on this grill, and it's a beautiful thing. You go, you push a button. The good news is if you have three burners, and, and guys and gals, if you're going to buy a grill, I can tell you the best investment you can make is something that has three burners because that will give you both indirect and, and uh, a, a cool section or direct uh, heat. If you buy something with just two burners, you're really going to be limited. It's going to be tough to cook that stuff. All right, we come back. I want to talk about smokers, the difference between a grill and a smoker. We are conducting Grill 101 Educational Maneuvers, our final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Day Show from the Pooch Pit, classified location, Western New York Theater of Operations, comes your way next. The 2016 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water is set for Saturday, August 13th at Buffalo Riverworks in the Western New York Theater of Operations. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers is presented by Rocky Patel Premium Cigars and includes delicious food, great libations from Jack Daniels and Hamburg Brewing and premium cigars from Rocky Patel. Get your tickets now for the 2016 Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water at CigarDave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. 
Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Grills 101, everything you need to know about buying a grill, cooking on a grill as we get into the grill season. And before we get back to Colonel Ange and Butcher Dave, want to remind everyone of the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at Buffalo River Works, Saturday, August 13th. It is a day of Alpha Pleasure. The enemies of pleasure and PETA go bunkers that day because we start at 10 a.m., go to 3 p.m. We have great cigars. Rocky Patel, the new Rocky Patel 55 will be launched. You come in, you get a beautiful uh, gift bag with cigars, with some spirits. We will have an alpha male buffet. We will have samples of spirits, and and Hamburg Brewing is going to be brewing up some great craft beers. We do a live broadcast of the show. The entire crew is there. It is a day not to be missed. The 2016 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at Buffalo Riverworks, downtown Buffalo, Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Tickets available and more info, CigarDave.com. Colonel Ange, we talked about, we left off at gas grills. We're going to get into smokers. What is the difference between a smoker and a grill? Boy, oh boy. Well, it's, it's high heat versus low and slow, and that's exactly it. Low and slow is uh, the way you want to smoke something. It's going to take a long time. You're breaking down the uh, membranes and the meat, and that's why you're going to do it that way. A grill is high heat. It's something you're going to cook steaks, uh, steaks, hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, veggies, uh, fish. You're going to put that on a grill. But if you want to sit there and cook a brisket, ribs, uh, uh, pulled pork, that's got to go in a smoker, Dave, and it's got to go low, low and slow low and slow now if somebody has a gas grill they don't want to invest in a smoker can you buy some sort of wood chips to put on like a pan and make it a smoker yeah you can uh, there's a way to do it in the old days it was just taking aluminum foil and wrapping some uh, uh, water-soaked wood chips in that and throwing it inside underneath the uh, grate right down on the burner and that will produce smoke and you're going to do an indirect heat t- kind of thing with that it's difficult, and does it work? Yes, it can. Does it produce the same uh, flavor, and uh, you do get the same uh, tenderness in the meat? No, but it can be pulled off, and it can be done. You know, for ribs, I think you could do that very easily. Eh, easily, you can do it uh, for a bigger cut of meat, like a uh, uh, a pork shoulder or a, a brisket. It's a little bit tougher. Now, in your smoker, I've got the same master built with the little a little Bluetooth controller. That's beautiful because you set that. There's a little tray for wood chips. You set it and forget it. And uh, the key is low and slow. And I know Brady of Brady's Backyard Barbecue recommends 205 degrees for cooking meat, for smoking meats. Yes. What you, Why 205? Well, you want to keep it down under 212, right? 212 is boiling, right? Correct. At, at that point, the moisture starts to 
go out of the meat. So now it's all being evaporated. So what Brady does, and which is the right way to do it, is to try and keep it under that. Let me tell you, you can cook them all at 250 if you want to cook them at 250, but there is a remarkable difference between cooking at that temperature and lowering it down to 205. I know Butcher Dave is down around uh, 200 degrees. I try and shoot for 205. The uh, uh, moisture in the meat does not evaporate. And you can, if you have the electric smoker, you can do it that way. And if you have a uh, standard charcoal smoker, uh, you can set a temperature gauge on it so you can monitor it. So we've got the electric smokers. We've got the gas grill and the charcoal grill. We've gone over that. We've gone over the different type of charcoal. Now let's talk about the types of wood that you put into a smoker. So Butcher Dave, let's talk about that before we talk about the meat because there are different types of wood. Now, one of my favorites is Jack Daniels wood chips that actually they take an old Jack Daniels barrel and they just chop it up and it smells like Jack Daniels and it's uh, oak with that Jack Daniels flavor imparted into it. That's one of my favorites. Dave, I uh, dabble in the electric smoker and I use the Jack Daniels wood chips in it and I find the flavor is phenomenal. Uh, when you're using a smoker like that, you put the wood chips in about once every hour. And that gives it enough flavor, but doesn't overdo it. Now, when we're talking once an hour, now we'll get into talking about the different types of meat because there's different times, obviously, from ribs or a tomahawk chop steak or a brisket. But let's talk about the different types of wood because we talked Jack Daniels, but I know there's mesquite, there's cherry, there's apple, uh, you name it. There's all these different type of woods. Where do we start? What's the difference? As you know, I just got back from my yearly excursion to Texas. I was in Dallas and Austin. And they use nothing but mesquite wood. It's, That's a uh, very pungent wood. Very pungent, yeah. They create the, the charcoal from it and move it to their smokers from outside. That gives it a real hearty flavor. You want to go something lighter, like I smoke some sausage, and I like to use a cherry, which is a lighter flavor, a pecan. It doesn't make it as dark or give it such a strong flavor. What I suggest, I went to Bass Pro Shops where I bought my my master-built smoker. They had a whole aisle of different woods, so I bought Jack Daniels, I bought some pecan, I bought some mesquite, and I tried them all. And you, that's the best way to do it. But there's no question. I think if you go to the Jack Daniels route, you can never go wrong. That's a great wood. It's not overpowering. Uh, the flavor is phenomenal. No question. Now, let's talk about the proper way to cook meat on a grill versus a smoker. Now, let's talk about some basic things. I'm not going to talk about burgers or hot dogs. Everybody knows that. But the one thing I think people always want to master is ribs. There's something very patriotic and Americana about ribs. Uh, Yes, there is. Uh, In a smoker, you want to – I'm a dry rub guy. Me too. I like to use nothing but dry rub, no sauce. You know, you want to put in the smoker 200, 205. You're talking four to five hours on ribs. Four to five hours, and basically you just put the slab right in the smoker? Or yeah, you wrap it put, in foil no, or anything? No, just put the slab right in the smoker. And if you're oh. going to go a little longer. Now we've got to just Colonel uh, Ange. Uh, I, I saw you nodding your head. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait a minute, Colonel Ange. Let's step uh, in here. I think we should see what's going on. I think we've, we, we, we've, know, we've got a change of not, opinion. Not, no, I gr- absolutely agree with Butcher Dave, and that's how I make my ribs. I put them in the smoker, and I let them go for that time, and I dry rub them. Uh, what I do is I do a dry marinade the night before because I rub them the night before and I put them in the refrigerator and I put them on. Uh, I don't do not cover, do not wrap them in, in plastic wrap. Put them on a, uh, a, a in a pan with a rack so that they can dry and it's great because the rub goes down into the meat and the flavor comes up. But in competition, Dave, they wrap these things. They pull them off. 
not w- almost before they're done, and they wrap them and they coat them with butter and they put their uh, sauces in them. Then they put them back on the grill. Now, is that a way to do it? Uh, you know what? If you are going to compete at this. That's the way to do it. But day in and day out, I do it just like Butcher Dave does. Okay, now, if you do want to put some sort of sauce, you don't slabber it on the, while it's smoking. You wait until the end? Well, you know, everybody has their own uh, loves and likes. To me, I do it just like Butcher Dave. I put my sauce on the side. I do not slather my ribs with sauce. But if you want sauce, somebody want, some people like a, a yes. wet rib, yep. a wet rub, or whatever they call it. How would you do that? I would uh, wait till there's about an hour left, and that's when I would start. I'd lift it up, take it out. Now, remember, every time you lift that lid, you are slowing down the cooking process. But you start it an hour, you baste it, you put it down. Half hour later, you lift it up, you baste it, and put it down. Now you're going to have that sauce in the ribs. Is that necessary? I don't know. Some people just like it that way. Okay. Now, what about, uh, let's say, Butcher Dave? Next thing would probably be... um I would say a brisket. And that's uh, tougher to do because brisket's a tough meat. Briskets are tough. Uh, what you want to do with those is, of course, a dry rub. Let it sit the night before. It gets it. It gets into the meat. Goes through the. Goes through the. A little fat. closer to that mic there, oh, Butcher okay. Dave. Get a little closer. All right. There you go. All right. Yeah. Once you get your rub on there and let it sit overnight, put it on. You want to keep it at two o five, and you're going to go eighteen hours. Eighteen hours. Eighteen hours. Do you have to like put wood chips every hour? Well, it depends what you're cooking with. No, you're, you you know that something like that. You can go a little more time because you don't want to over smoke the flavor. You just want to get a nice ring, um, and then when that comes out, oh boy, I'll tell you, it, comes right off. It's beautiful. You just you know you scrape the fat off the top and you're ready to go. Eighteen hours for a brisket. Now you made tomahawk chops, which are prime rib chops with the big bone. Yes. You did that in the smoker, and yes. they were juicy, succulent. How long? I did those about two and a half hours. Because, you know, they're about four inches, four to five inches thick. It's you know, a nice, nice piece of prime beef. And uh, usually two and a half, three hours is good. All right. Now, is there anything else I'm trying to think? You could do a chicken in the smoker, too, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. The, the thing with chicken is, though, folks, if you're going to do a chicken in the smoker and you're used to that crispy skin, raise that temperature up. When I smoke chicken, I do it at 350. Because you want the skin to get crisp. Gotcha. Now, I like beer can chicken right on the grill. You put it on an empty or a beer can chopped in half with the beer, boils up. It's nice and juicy. It's a great way to go. So Grills 101, everything you need to know. Butcher Dave next week will spend an entire hour talking about meat 101, the different types of meats, what to look for, the different types of cuts. I want to thank Colonel Ange, as always, for the great hospitality here at the Pooch Pit. We appreciate it, Colonel Ange. My pleasure, Dave, as always. And Captain Paul, want to thank Butcher Dave. We've got XO Tim and Puff Muffin Lori. As always, we thank them. It has been a delight to be back up in my hometown of Buffalo. I'll be back up here Saturday, August 13th for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest. Buffalo River Works. Details at CigarDave.com. The general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great.